Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 120. Today I want to talk about how to get your bridal party organised for your big day. I know that there's quite a few of you who have like asked me this and you've talked about different things in the Manage My Wedding app private Facebook group, which if you are an app user and you're not in that private Facebook group, make sure you come and join us because we talk about all sorts of things. But one of the things in that group that I asked is what other people were doing to get their bridal party organized. So today I want to share with you a mix of my ideas to help you and a mix of also what some of the other bridal couples are doing to get their bridal party organized. So I want to break it down for you today. I want to talk about pre-wedding and the day of. So let's first go through the pre-wedding things that you can do to help get your bridal party organized. Now, the first thing I want to mention and discuss that you can do is first give very clear expectations at the very start. And if you haven't done that and you've asked your bridal party to be a bridesmaid or a groomsman, whatever their role is, and you're like, oh, I didn't talk about any of my expectations. I didn't discuss with them what they need to pay for, what I'm paying for, where they need to be and what I need their support on. If they're things that you're listening and you're like, oh, I haven't done that. I want you to go back There's two episodes I want you to listen to, and it's episode seven and 27 as well, because I talk about in episode seven, not just how to ask and propose to your bridal party, but how to have these open conversations so that everyone's on the same page. And then in episode 27, I talk in detail about who pays for what, and that can really, really help you. Then once you've done that and everyone has clear expectations, it's honestly so much easier to talk through things at the bridal party because everyone knows where they're at. Now, the best way that I want to suggest that you communicate with your bridal party is if they're all on Facebook, I would say create a Facebook group and it's up to you. I mean, you can do bridal party group, like one whole group, or you could do a male group and a female group. It's totally up to you. Females tend to um, have a lot more conversations and share a lot more photos and stuff. So you might want to separate them both, but you might want to have both couples in both groups. It's up to you. You will know what's best. If you're like, no, I don't want to create another Facebook group, then just decide. Maybe you're going to do a WhatsApp group or maybe you're going to just do it on emails. Have a think about that because that is very clear. You've put everything in one spot where everyone can see it. And then if someone in the bridal party is like, I didn't know that, then another person in the bridal party can say, oh, they did actually say that in the Facebook, WhatsApp group, whatever it is you've created or on the email. So first, communicate everything and decide where you're going to do that. The next thing is, Tell them in advance the dates for everything that you need them at and where you need them and give it to them and get them to put it in their diaries because often we might want them for a a get-together the week before. We might want them to know the, the hen's party date. We might want them to know 
when you want them to go dress or suit shopping. You might want them to to attend a rehearsal. Give them the dates for everything that you need. You might not know them all at this point when you're listening to this podcast. And if you don't, then that's okay. But as soon as you know a date, give it to them well in advance so they know and they can plan around it as well. But also remember, they have a life too. So they might sometimes already have plans. So you can't always be upset if there's something that they cannot make. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I'm really far into the planning and I haven't done any of this, it's okay. It's totally okay. Go back again and and go back and listen to episode seven and 27 anyway, no matter what stage you're at, because that will help you get on top of all of this. The other thing that you can do in the lead up to the wedding is involve them in decision making, especially on things like what they're going to wear and their shoes and stuff like that. Because when you involve them in the decision making, they feel like they want to help more. They feel like they're important and needed. And they will also volunteer to help do more things. And so I I always think that's a really nice thing. Another thing that, (laughs) again, Don't, I said earlier, have constant communication, but don't do it daily. (laughs) Don't do it daily, not even every second day, because that is going to wear thin. And then what's going to happen is they get so much information that they actually then won't read the important stuff and they won't note it down. They won't put it in their diary. They won't go and get those white socks you told them to get or that strapless bra, whatever it is, because they've had so much information they're busy as well and they haven't been able to keep on top of it. So make sure that you can communicate constantly but bulk it together and point out things that are really important and just send it to them when it's needed occasionally, not every day. (laughs) The other thing you can do pre-wedding is send them an email or a text or a message in the Facebook group. Actually, for this point, I want to say, Put it in the group, wherever your group is, and text it as well. But a couple of days prior to the wedding, you want to communicate to them a list of everything that they need to bring with them the day of the wedding or the day before if they're coming to stay with you the day before. Give them a list, a complete list, so that they are clear on what they need to pack. When it's time for them to pack, they can go straight to your list. And that will really, really help them. Now, what can you do the day of the wedding? Well, this is like the most important part, I think. (laughs) But of course, they need to be organized before they arrive. Otherwise, they're just not going to look the part or know what to do. But the day of the wedding, for the day of the wedding, so that the wedding day runs smoothly, you can have a meetup maybe the weekend before. And this is a really good chance to, you know, get the bridal party together because sometimes they may, the groomsmen may not have met the bridesmaids or they've only met them briefly and they don't really know them. So it's a really good chance. Get together. It doesn't have to be an all day thing. It could just be two hours, but get together, talk about what's happening and the plans and thank them at the time. We're so excited to share this day with you. Thank you so much for everyone that's helped us. And you can also, when you have that meetup, you can also talk about, hey, we need someone to be able to do this. Who, who could do that? So if there's anything left, you know, that's not delegated yet or you're just a bit worried about, they're all there and someone can put their hand up to help. 
This is a really great way, again, to involve them and communicate everything that is happening. My husband and I did it the day before the wedding. And the reason we did it the day before the wedding was one, the rehearsal was the day before the wedding. And the rehearsal is also another thing that you really need to try and include everyone if you can. Sometimes they'll be working and they can't make it, but if you can include them, do. All of ours could be there because everyone flew interstate to be there for our wedding because we were living on the other side of Australia. And it was the perfect opportunity for them all to know because they'd all landed and were there. They were already off work. No one had commitments. They could all know exactly what to do during the ceremony. So yes, get your officiant to to do a rehearsal. And then we, after the rehearsal, because ours was at 10 in the morning, we then went for lunch and we asked all the bridal party to come. And we also asked them to bring their partners. So everyone could meet and My husband grew up in a different state to me, so most of ours hadn't met and it was just the perfect opportunity and we all had the nicest lunch and the nicest day. We didn't talk so much about the wedding at that lunch because we had the rehearsal the day before so we could go over any loose ends the day before. So there are two things I really want to recommend. If you can't fit it all in because sometimes that is hard, just have one or the other. Have the rehearsal or just If everyone's at work, make it a Tuesday night at your house at six o'clock when everyone finishes work. Tell them that you'll have a throw on a put on a barbecue or order some pizzas and give them all the information that they need. Now, what is the most important information? Like I said, the checklist so they know what to bring, but also a typed up agenda of what is actually happening. So I on my wedding day, I had typed up an agenda and it stated, you know, like I did a girls one, called it the girls. And then I did one for the guys. I think I called it the gals and the guys or something. The boys one, I put on our fridge at home because they were all getting ready our fridge and I knew they'd be in and out the fridge getting beer, right? Champagne as well. I think they had, but I had that on the fridge. And for the girls, I had it on the dining table in the hotel suite we were getting ready in where the makeup and the hair artist and a makeup artist and the hairstylist were going to be so they could see and they they saw that there the day before when they came up to my room when we all got our nails done together in the late afternoon but they knew who was getting what makeup done at what time who was getting their hair done and what time the photographer was arriving what time the car was leaving and because they knew all of that If they wanted to duck off and grab something or do something, they knew what they had to be there for and they knew what was coming up and it helped make sure everyone was ready at the right time so we weren't getting behind and running late. It also made really great pictures as well that the photographer took. So they were those um, typed up agendas. They really they made our wedding book and they look at they looked really really good. I mean, we kind of knew what had happened that day when we look back at them. So that's a good thing as well. So. The day of, I just want to reiterate those because I've just, I've said a lot and I've jumped around a bit because I get excited. Either have a rehearsal the day before or two days before, whatever it is, and get everyone together and talk about what's happening and what they need to know or have a meetup the weekend before or a few nights before, whatever works for you and give them at that rehearsal or the meetup, give them a typed up agenda so they know what's happening when they'll also then arrive on time. (laughs) and you'll be out the door on time and also give them that list of everything that they need to pack 
but people lose soft copies. So you can email it to them or pop it in your Facebook or WhatsApp group, whatever you decided to do. So they're the things that really can help help them know what's expected and what's needed and it makes you feel comfortable knowing that they have all the information as well and you know I always say I always say we learn a lot about someone when we least expect it right like we learn someone's disorganized pretty quickly (laughs) or we learn that there's someone that loses everything or whatever it is anyway if they get that list and there's anything on there, they're like, oh my gosh, that's right. Six months ago, she asked me to go and get those white socks, especially the boys, and I never did, or black socks, whatever it is you've asked them to get, better go get them. So you're giving them that chance to quickly hurry up and do it instead of them freaking out on the wedding day because they haven't got it. Now, lastly, I want to say, remember, like we are all humans and some people they will bugger up from time to time. And that includes you. Like we all are humans. We all make mistakes. So don't overwhelm them and make sure you're like a joy to be around and involved with. Make time and room for having fun and laughing. Don't just be so strict all the time. Do this, do that. Make sure you're, you know, letting loose and having a little bit of fun too. It's honestly an honor to be in a bridal party. And most will think like that. They will think it's an honor that they've been asked and they'll want to be organized and helpful, but not everyone is the same. But also remember, it is your day and it's not theirs. So you're always going to be the one that's more excited and more passionate and more organized about the day than them. So just help them out, give it to them. You might feel like I shouldn't have to have enough to remember, but it's your day and not theirs. So I hope this episode has helped you. And if it has helped you, please, please leave a review, a five-star review. I would be so grateful because reviews really help other bridal couples find the podcast and helps them get more organized for their big day too. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams.